from AfterBuzz TV, it's Ringside Pop. You know it don't stop. With clicks to the business of everything that's hot. Call it Ringside Pop. You know it don't stop. With the flicks to the business of everything that's hot. Welcome to Ringside Pop with Kia Stevens, Marty Elias, and Dale Rutley. Welcome to Ringside Pop on AfterBuzz TV, where we give you ringside seats to today's hottest pop culture topics. I'm your host, Dale Rutledge, and today we are here to discuss our love of all things Japan, particularly the international rise of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Wrestle Kingdom 9 saw the pay-per-view debut of New Japan Pro Wrestling in America, and with players like Nakamura, Tanahashi, and AJ Styles at the helm, the States got a special taste of what kind of magic could come from this amazing promotion. So fast forward to 2017, and not only was the wrestling community wowed by the notorious six-star match between Okada and Omega at Wrestle Kingdom 11, but we got our first ever fully dedicated New Japan Pro Wrestling show on American shores, the G1 Climax USA, right here in Long Beach, California. I have a wonderful crew in studio today to discuss all these wonderful things, but first, our very own Kia Stevens got to attend this special event, that lucky so-and-so, and talk with uh, the shared love of Japan with wrestling stars Lance Archer, Jay Lethal, and Cheeseburger. Let's take a look. Kia Stevens here, also known as Awesome Kong for Ringside Pop on After the Buzz TV. I'm here with Lance Archer, also known as Lance Hoyt. Lance, where have you been lately? I, you know, I've been recovering from injury, uh, unfortunately. I've been with New Japan since 2011. Uh, seeing this event that they're putting on has been amazing. It's actually kindled that fire in me because I'm recovering from my own injury, getting ready to come back, so I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Did you know this is my first interview? <laughs> You're doing very good so far. Thank you. You're in the Japan scene. How's it differ from the American scene? Uh, you know, people ask that question all the time, and it's really about the fan base. You know, the American fan base is like being in a beehive to me because there's always a constant buzz. Sometimes it's louder, sometimes it's a little less, but there's always some kind of buzz going on. In Japan, because you've been there, they can be very, very, very quiet, and sometimes the American fans see that and they go, are they bored? What's going on? And no, it's just they're paying attention really intently and when you do something good and you get that big explosion, it's like earning their respect. And in the States, you kind of get that same thing, but there's always somebody yelling and screaming and making that noise. To me, that's some of the biggest differences. Okay, I love it. Hey, give me a hug because I missed you. Yes. I'm here with Cheeseburger. Now, you and I haven't met before. I think we, we've missed paths on the wrestling scene. Tell me, how'd you get your name? Uh, it just start, I started training at the Ring of Honor Dojo maybe six, seven years ago. And when I first came in, well, I still am, but I was so skinny, and I still am, that they, the, the running joke was that this boy needs to eat some cheeseburgers, so the name just kind of stuck. And in uh, my Ring of Honor debut, Charlie Haas called me in in a promo, mm -hmm. and the whole crowd started chanting cheeseburger. Oh, I love it. So then they were, when I got to the back, they were like, all right, we have something here. Let's just run with it. And it's, it's just spiraled out of control since then. It's funny how fate works that way, right? What do you like most about the Japanese culture? The food, the people. I mean, it'd be easier to list what I don't like. I like the food, the people, the culture, everything about it. I, I, I can see myself living in Japan in the future. I love the wrestling over there, how respected it is. Like, I, I just want to be over there forever. I love everything about it. I feel you. I, I wish I was there right now. In Japan, they have a lot of um, cuisine that's, you know, different from here. And a lot of times the boys like to make jokes. And, make you eat something that you probably wouldn't eat here. Does that ever happen to you? 
Yes, uh, the last time I was there, someone persuaded me to eat pig feet. It, it was like boiled pig feet. It was absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Uh, I also ate uh, salmon eggs, which were, they had like no flavor. They just kind of like, they're little eggs and they like burst into your mouth. And the weirdest thing besides the pig feet that I ate was a sea urchin, which was weird, but wasn't that bad. It tasted like, it tasted like lobster. It was like mushy lobster. It was like orange. It's like sea urchin, but it tastes like lobster. It's the craziest thing ever. Out of all those, which one did you like the best and which one did you like the least? Uh, I love lobster, so the sea, I'll say sea urchin, salmon eggs, and then pig feet all the way at the bottom. What you talking about? I love me some pig feet, some pickle uh, pig feet. You don't like no pickle pig feet. I, in my house, they grew up cooking pig, pig feet all the time. I, I never liked it. Pig feet, pig ears, uh, chitlins, none of that. You don't like no chitlins? I, I did when I was younger. Now I'm older. I'm like, what? I'm like, what am I? I'm just eating intestines. You, you know, you know, the Japanese grill their chitlins. Did you know that? Nah, I didn't know that. Really? You, you probably ate some and didn't even know it. <laughs> Shoot, true story. All right, I'm here with Jay Lethal. Jay, now we met in Japan. That's right. That we, was our first time. That meeting. was our first time meeting. We did karaoke. What is your karaoke go-to song? Uh, it would be Love Shack. By the B-52s. You know why? Because I can't sing that well, but the guy's part in B-52's Love Shack is not really singing. That's true. You know, it's like, it, you see a faded sign at the side of the road that says, 15,000. Okay, yeah. It's not real singing. Yes. I'm just talking to the music. You I know? might adopt that. I might have to, like, bite your karaoke song. Okay, now, what is your favorite Japanese food? You've been going there for years. What, what do you, what is it you can't wait to eat when you get over there? Uh, it would probably be those, uh, Beef bowls, which I understand somebody told me that it's like unhealthy cut of beef, but I love it. It's delicious. Like, it's just beef and rice. That's right? it. It's delicious. A they give it a little bowl. Is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's so good. So good. It's my favorite, which is probably right why I put on a few more pounds than I wanted to. What? You look, you look even so thinner good. to me. It's so good. It's so, this That's man can eat anything and it. not like. He can eat anything, this man. Okay, seriously. There's this one place that we go eat all the time called the Beef Man. The Beef Man. Yeah, it's Korean barbecue style. Oh, um, yes. And yes. the area it's in, I think, is Rapungi. I'm not sure. Love Rapungi. Oh, great place. Okay. Yes, yeah. the so Beef like I said, Man. Whenever I go back to a hotel, that it's just strictly time to sleep. Sleep. And rejuvenate from rejuvenate. whatever the hell we just did. So back to the Beef Man, <laughs> back to the hotel. Right, it's just a never in the loop. Never in the loop. You heard it here. Beef Party Hotel. Beef Bowl Beef Man Party Hotel. Repeat. Red Cycle just repeat. repeat. Just repeat it. Right Whoa. here. After Buzz TV. Man, I wish I had been there for that. It looked so freaking awesome. Uh, now it's time to bring in our ringside pop crew. First up, she's a multi-time women's and tag team champion across multiple, 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 multiple divisions and one of the stars of Netflix Glow. She is amazing Kong. She is awesome Kong. She is Karma. But today, her gimmick is Sickly Kong. So that's it. That means I'm sick, so I'm sorry. 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 So some stuff. It seems like it. I'm on my way. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn. I will get together. We'll do some lessons. Yeah. I ain't doing so well so far. I'm going to have to let you know. I love your outfit, too. It's very, very Japanese. I have a Dale onesie, but it's kind of like Dale on Dale. It's a very weird combination. Dale on Dale. Yeah, it's a little... 
could be could Russian be a video. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a smaller Dale inside a smaller Dale inside a smaller Dale. Uh, also, the main crew, he's worn the referee stripes for 20 plus years and officiated some of the most high profile matches in WWE and Lucha Underground. Also, pretty big Kiss fan. Pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> he's Marty Elias. Going. Hey guys, how's it going? How's it going, brother? Ready. Good to have you. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to this whole Japanese uh, episode, man. I, I love Japan. I, I had the opportunity to go there many, many times and uh, had some great experiences and, you know, I'm sure we're all excited to jump into this. Oh yeah, we'll get we'll get lots of interesting, weird Japanese stories uh, coming in the show. Uh, our guests today are certainly no strangers to Japan. Uh, first up, he's appeared on Comedy Central and is now a fellow AfterBuzz TV host for the Raw After Show. He's also the brains behind Twitter's hilarious Vince Googling. Oh, yeah. Definitely check it out if you haven't seen <laughs> oh, that. No. I'm sorry, is that, did that ruin your gimmick? <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, and <laughs> he will be one of the cornerstones here at Ringside Pop. He is Mark Warzeka. Arigato. Arigato. That's all I know. That's all I know. That's all I know. That's a good start. <laughs> but I want to learn more. I want to learn more. Maybe that's our, our other show. We can just learn Japanese together. We'll Kia. just do Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Kia Stone. Kia Stone. <laughs> our second guest in the studio is an eight-time IWGP Junior Tag Team Champion. He's one of the most entertaining wrestlers in the ring to watch, and sadly now former one half of Rapungi Vice. He is New Japan Pro Wrestling's own Rocky Romero. You just made it really sad for me right now. I you know. just reminded me I was, wow. you know, that's what's been like really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, like, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Watashi wa Rocky this and Nakasuzo uh, Koneyaro, which is my catchphrase. Oh, I like it. I'm go. gonna make you cry. <laughs> it's very true. Rabangi Vice. What's gonna happen in the music? Also, that's my question. That, if I don't hear that, that's gonna make me cry. I know. I know. I gotta come up with a, a catchier tune. That's what I'm gonna have. That's to a do. You guys made us all cry when you at the breakup. We hugged it out. Was it the first amicable, amicable breakup of a tag team in wrestling history? I think so. <laughs> but then, but then uh, like uh, WWE did the same thing with Jason Jordan and and uh, oh yeah, and Gable. That's so, true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I wonder where they got that from. So who's your dad? Yeah, I know. Who's your dad? Antonio Inoki. It's so funny because I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I've been out of wrestling for like what? So I have no idea what's going on. But I'm going to smile. And cough and sneak. Kurt, Kurt Angle and has an illegitimate child now. Oh, okay. Storyline. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so we can get into that on a different show. That all is not right. Japanese yeah, based. Not, <laughs> not even what we're talking about. Uh, all right, first up, let's do the news. We've got the G1 Climax yeah. 27 on our hands. Where we're. I was it goes till the end of August, I believe, somewhere around there. Yeah, like May, August 13th or something it goes until, I think. Yep. A lot of dream matchups happening. I just last night watched uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kota Ibushi, which was, you know, highly uh, sought after during the Cruiserweight Classic at right. WWE. Mm. Now the dream has come to reality in New Japan Pro Wrestling. What a freaking match, yeah. by the way. Uh, it was basically all Zack Sabre Jr. style. Right. And then Ibushi bested him at his own game. Yeah. It was fantastic to watch. And uh, these two could do no wrong, in my opinion, really. They are just two of the tops. Uh, what, so, it, I don't know if you can speak to this at all, Rocky, but uh, Ibushi's been kind of wrestling 
since Wrestle Kingdom, he's been under a mask. Right, right. So is he? Does he work there? Is he like freelance? I don't he, understand the whole. Yeah, no, he's one hundred percent freelance. So okay. Yeah, uh, and I, I think that even the the Tiger Mask W thing that he's doing is actually completely separate than you know from New Japan. So oh, it's okay. kind of like he's just completely a guest. So it was a, it was a big surprise for me to, to hear that really? he was actually okay. going to be in the tournament. And I was like, oh, well, it must be a Tiger Mask. And I was like, no, he's it's coming as Ibushi. It was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. That's yeah, yeah. awesome. He's he, one of the best wrestlers in the world like Absolutely. top five for sure he's so interesting like artistically because I, I think every company in the world wants him but he wants to be a free agent right yeah, yeah. and it's so wild to see what he like like he'll be in the in the g1 right now and then he'll be in the cruiserweight classic and then there'll be like a clip of him in ddt from japan like in a right. match where he's like shooting fireworks at somebody right. like the next day and you're like yeah, wrestling in an apartment like an, yeah. an apartment building match where they go from like floor to floor and like four different apartments. I mean, it's good. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. you can do it your way right. and yeah. have it your way, mm. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the dream. And yeah. have, that's the best way. Yeah. You have people just chasing you left and right and, yeah. pick, and picking and choosing. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know what's cool about him, what I think is, you know, that he's upping his profile, you know, because he's able to do all these different things. Mm -hmm. So there's different companies out there that are chasing him because he is able to up his profile by doing all these different things that he's able to put his hands into. So it's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the, the place that we're at with indie wrestling, too, it's just become more and more likely for these types. Zack Sabre Jr. is actually a pretty good example of that as well. Yeah, where, that's you true. Know, he's kind of been around the world and done it all and, and also turned WWE down. You know, it's, it's just... We're at a point now where the internet has allowed everybody to access whatever it is that they love. Yeah. And so yes. you can be a star somewhere that I can't travel to, yes. but I can watch you. Right. And right. it just enables this kind of mentality of Coda and Zach Saber right. Jr. Right. Freedom. 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 Let it ring. Freedom. Yes. <laughs> I like it. So, okay, you know in the news I like to throw in some weird shit. Yep. So uh, yeah. the weird shit I found today uh, was it is the fifth anniversary of Pillow Fight League in Japan. What? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Oh. Is, is Abushi in that too? <laughs> yes, he's in a pillowcase mask. Uh, I'm just for a pillow fight. Yes, you are. Bring it on. He's called Goose Feathers there. Um, but anyway, so it's basically dodgeball with duvets. Um, so it it's uh, basically we have a clip. I want you guys to see. We don't need to play the whole clip, but check out this weirdness. They start off sleeping, which I love. Oh, wow, this is competitive. Uh-huh. I want to do this. I love the person with the blanket that runs the fence. That's my favorite thing. Look at... Wait, whoa! She beaming it. Wow. We should be playing So this. the blanket's block... Blanket's a blocker. blocker. Yep. Okay. Okay. So what just happened there, yeah. as if this isn't crazy enough, uh, to turn a pillow fight into an official tournament. Oh, oh well, you got somebody going from the other team grabbing their pillows. They can grab the pillows after this. So that guy yelled, the teacher is coming, and they all have to lay down to sleep. Oh, what? And when, during the sleep period, whoever that person is can run and gather pillows, and then sleep time is over, and they start again. This is much less sexy than I thought it was going to be <laughs> when you said... Yeah. Yeah. That is not that's what I pictured. Awesome. That's not a WWE. That is not fight. a yeah. That's not a WWE divas attitude we, or a bra and panties pillow fight. Seriously, necessary. we go from <laughs> like talking about like, climax uh, and then give shit like a hard on, then we go to pillow fight. Like, yeah, we get some sexy and it was like. 
Yeah. It really was a pillow fight. It is a, <laughs> it is a, a legitimate pillow fight. Pillow fight. Okay. I think I actually wrestled in that gymnasium. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> I wrestled in so many of them like that, yeah. <laughs> they sent you home with a nice duvet. <laughs> Beautiful show. Uh, so that's our news for today. I feel like there's there's so many weird things we could talk Japan news. Oh but, my gosh, But yeah. I, I want to keep it focused on wrestling. But the pillow fight had me laughing so hard. Uh, so let's talk New Japan's rise. Okay, mm. according to you guys, uh, so we, I mentioned at the top of the show, Wrestle Kingdom 9 for America was kind of the first time that a lot of people had access to seeing New Japan in action. You know, up until then, you might have found it on YouTube illegally, or you might have read about it in somebody's, you know, blog or whatever, mm -hmm. but you weren't seeing a lot of it. Mm. And then Wrestle Kingdom 9 happened, and I feel like that was kind of the, the start jumping point for New Japan in the States. What do you, what do you guys think? Why, why now? What's driving the interest? So, so we got 12 coming up here in January. What's been driving the interest, would you say, uh, for New Japan in the States now? I think it seems like New Japan World has made a, a difference, like oh, from, yeah. a, from a fan perspective, um, that you can access that now. It's similar to WWE Network. There's a lot more English commentary than there's ever been on there. Mm -hmm. And I think that is definitely helping as an access point and for that, fans. Did that launch with Wrestle Kingdom 10? Does that sound right? It was a rep, or at least right around well, maybe there. Maybe a little before that. Yeah, it was before. Yeah. It's yeah. been around, I think, since like uh, probably Wrestle Kingdom like 8. I oh, think. really? Yeah, okay. Something. So it just wasn't maybe yeah. out there as much right. until the pay-per-view right. happened. At exactly. least that was kind of lean when, right. when it became aware. What do you think? What do you think's been coming? Uh, I, I think... Uh, uh, a lot of it is just, I think, like word of mouth and people just being like, kind of like uh, like the PWG vibe that we have here in yeah. Los Angeles locally. Mm. It's like, it's like, oh, where, oh, this guy AJ Styles, where did he come from? This and that, you know, because especially when I think AJ, Carl uh, Anderson, Luke Gallows, and, and Nakamura jumped, that piqued the interest even more because like WWE fans or casual fans would be mm. like, who, wait, who are these guys and where? where do they come from? Yeah. Oh, from New Japan? What? hell is New Japan? And then they start looking up New Japan. They're like, oh, That's dude, this is cool, you know? Yeah. So I think that that, like, everybody thought that New Japan was going to, basically business was going to go down once those guys left, and it did nothing but take off mm -hmm. since. And because it was like free advertising. Right, it's like a business card <laughs> yeah. for New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. interesting, because I was definitely sad when they left. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I, I talked to Adria Styles not too long after that, and there, there's this picture of them fist bumping mm -hmm. at, at Wrestle Kingdom 10. And I, and I asked him, and he was like, yeah, we, we actually knew at that moment that we were going to go right. to WWE. But to me, it kind of broke my heart, you know what yeah. I mean? Because, I mean, yeah. they were such yeah. staples and yeah, such a big too, deal. Right. Doing so the locker well. room was weird that day at Wrestle Kingdom 10 because, you know, we all knew what was going on and, like, uh, you know, and everybody's, like, whispering, like, but, you know, like, a lot of us, a, a few of us kind of knew that what was happening going into it, you know? And it was just kind of weird and strange, and everybody's like... Dang, this is gonna be the last time, you know. Like, I was so weird, glad you know? when AJ went to Japan, and I was just mm -hmm. like, yes, yeah, finally, yeah. like that side of the world really gets to see in live in person right. the things that he does because he amazes me all the time. Yeah, mm -hmm. but also I think the, the interest, like with the miracle of the internet, <clears throat> people in America are really immersing themselves in Asian culture. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. and wrestling historically has mm -hmm. been a part of Asian culture. Mm -hmm. So when you when you learn more about it, you know, you start off with, you know, you know, the comic books, what is it, the manga, manga and, yeah. and the manga. Mm -hmm. And then you move on to what's what's in Asian culture. Wrestling's part of it and you immerse yourself in mm -hmm. it and you appreciate it and people are traveling over there, mm -hmm. you know, to see it live and to feel it and get the, you know, 
tangibility of it, yeah. And, it's, and it's still familiar, too, right? Yeah. And it's still familiar, still familiar. And, and, and it feels like, uh, like, yeah, you know wrestling, right? So, And you don't have to, like, you don't have to speak Japanese to understand what's going on. Right. You know, that's, like, the beautiful thing about wrestling. They still it, tell the story. Right. They still tell the story, right? So yeah. it, it, it's... You know, it crosses any language barriers, you know. My grandparents were all immigrants. They came here in the 50s to Detroit to work in the factories. None of them spoke English. The first uh, part of American culture that they glommed onto was professional wrestling. Oh, really? They oh, were wow. watching The Sheik, and they were watching Bobo and nice. Dick the Bruiser. And the, but they didn't need to understand the language, especially then promos were a lot less of a part of it. But still, yeah. they didn't need to understand the language to be able to follow what was going on. And they all, all right. became wrestling fans immediately. You know, I like... <laughs> That's like Arthi and Glow, Arthi. You know, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. her, her her grandma used to watch. Right. She didn't. Oh, she's folk was you know Hindi. Yeah, so you know, but with this movement, I, I I honestly feel that there's a lot more variety and a lot more for fans to actually go and see. You know, because at one point you got to remember, I mean, wrestling was stagnant because there was only WWE. That was the only choice. But now it's wrestling's like a whole big buffet where everybody mm -hmm. has an opportunity to go get pie or cherry pie or apple pie. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, whatever type of pie you're liking or steak, you know, <laughs> that's what you're going to go get. And, and I think it's a lot more available to people. So people are out there looking for different types of flavors. So when they see the New Japans, they see the Lucha Undergrounds, they see the, you know, the other stuff that's happening. I, I think people are, are going like, hey, I don't have to just watch this one product and I don't have to be force fed this. I'm going to go in and eat this and taste that. So I think wrestling is really coming that far so I think that's where people are really getting in tune with what's out there now mm -hmm. it's yeah. a culture with different tribes Absolutely. and people mm -hmm. are appreciating it and I love it because they buy into the magic they keep that magic you know that that veil that we have and they respect it mm -hmm. because it's still real to me <laughs> yes it is yes it is <laughs> to your point earlier, Kia, I mean, I, I didn't know about New Japan, so I got married in 2010, and I'd always been obsessed with Japan, uh, just the culture in general. I watched mm. a lot of anime, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so uh, we went for our honeymoon in Japan, mm. and a buddy of ours gave us tickets to New Japan because he just knew someone that worked there. So, you know, it was just, he was like, you guys like wrestling? You know, it was just very offhanded. Right. And just fa falling into it and seeing the crowd, and, and there's all these, like, differences, but yet it's the same but all these little minute things that make it feel really fresh and different and interesting, and you get, like you're saying, a, a whole nother flavor. And I was just hooked from there on out. The main oh, event, yeah. I think, was like, it was Finn Balor and Tanahashi, and, and uh, Ibushi was there. I mean, it was all guys that are, we still know and love to this day, yeah. and it just blew my mind. I was like, what is that? I had no it's idea. so <laughs> different. My very, very first trip to Japan, uh, you know, it was 2002. This is this is barely a year after you know 9/11. Uh, ah, so yeah. I didn't sleep on the plane. I yeah. hadn't slept in like 30 hours because oh. I was on the plane. Like if anybody started, oh, uh, you got your anything, eyes out. I'm gonna have to do something. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do something. <laughs> so I didn't sleep. So by the time I landed, I was extremely exhausted. And Masa, who was in in, in charge of uh, All Japan Women's, like. Um, uh, booking everything took me straight to a, a New Japan show. And I mean, I was just so tired, but then I was so enthralled because there was like 60,000 people there because they, they were at the Tokyo Dome. Oh, man. To, well, you kicked it off right. Right, right. <laughs> and to see like 50,000, 60,000 people like be quiet all at once yeah. and then pop at certain moments, I was like, this is very 
this is different and wow and I'm gonna be doing that soon well because you know I was new I was right, barely I'd right. take them to my bumps like two months before yeah yeah, yeah. very new into wrestling I was like wow this is different and amazing and oh my goodness it blew me away yes yeah, so both of you guys talk to us too uh, about the differences between wrestling here in the states and wrestling over there from from being in the ring mm. perspective I think it's at first it's a little off-putting when the quietness because it is so quiet because it's so quiet right okay and okay you don't know if you are Do entertaining like people <laughs> right. You know? right and then you, you start you know when you start telling the story and the story you get to the you know towards the end of the story and they start reacting the way that is appropriate for the story that you built and you're like okay i did tell a great story and here's the end yeah <laughs> then they come up for it i think that at first is what you know learning to appreciate how the fans appreciate it right right, right. Yeah. yeah being comfortable in that silence yes. you know but like but still knowing that they're very into it and they're paying attention you know mm -hmm. that's why they're not uh you know, making, you know, distracting noises or whatever like they right. do here, I guess. But right. uh, uh, that's just what, the way they do it. They're just really focused on what you're doing. So, like, if you're actually applying a technique like an arm bar or something, they're mm -hmm. really like, oh, wow, oh, yeah, he's really got that in there. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's uh -huh. what they're thinking. You know, and over here we're like, oh, no, they're not making any noise. <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? Let's, let's change <gasps> things up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Punch me in the face. No. <laughs> you know, it's so. funny you guys say that. I remember the first time going over there with Zero One and – guys went out to the outside and, and I had to do a 20 count yeah oh. and when I did it nobody was counting with me I was all by myself right, and yeah. I could hear the echo and everything <laughs> one <laughs> two <laughs> and I'm going like, are they coming with me or what <laughs> not one time man so I was like okay so that was my first experience right, with right. Japan wrestling but then like, you get to 19 and yeah. then somebody slides in they go whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then you're like oh, oh so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that's it was the crazy. climax. Yeah, that's the yeah, G1 yeah. climax. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> are they? I'm so curious as to what you, what all of your experiences are as talent coming into the, a Japanese locker room. Are they uh, accepting? Is they're hazing? What's that? What's that like for you guys coming in as as Amer as non Japanese as Gaijin basically? I, I think kind of every company is a little different. Okay, you okay. know, uh, my experience with New Japan has been has been great. Everybody. From top to bottom, when I first started there, like, you know, and that was like the days of Chono mm -hmm. and you know Yuji Nagata were on top. They were very cool, mm. and you know they they took us to dinner like you know frequently over the tour and was like, oh well, I understand what it's like to be a foreigner, you know, in another country here, not really knowing what's going on and nervous as hell that you're just here and ha excited to have the opportunity. So you know, let's go have a couple beers and let's go eat, and then. Uh, you know, some, uh, and then I worked for like Pro Wrestling Noah, where it was a little different in the locker room, and everybody was kind of separated and kind of segregated in their own kind of spots, and mm -hmm. nobody really, like each group didn't really talk to each other or anything. Huh. So it was kind of a weird vibe, and that's also like one of the reasons I didn't like working there, because after New Japan, I was like, hey, how come like the top guys aren't saying hello to me? You know, <laughs> like, or like, you know, like, or like, hey, nobody's taking me to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's buying me drinks. Yeah, nobody's buying me drinks. That's the worst part. So I was like, I gotta get back to New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, Shinsuke Nakamura still owes me a steak dinner. Oh. I promise. You promise. <laughs> 
I ain't forgot. She's looking yeah. at you, Nakamura. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the same for me when I got there. They treated me like, uh, you know, they really appreciated me, treated me like royalty. And when oh. I decided to stay, I was like, oh, no, no, no. You're going to treat me like shit. Like you treat all, you know, the lower girls, like, you know, the Kohais, you know, Senpai Kohai. Mm-hmm. So I would... Uh, they would after shows. They say, "Kia, you could go to bed," and they'd be down there scrubbing and rolling mm. up. You remember the the newspaper for like the I don't know if you guys had it. They would they roll up the newspaper for the van so that no one could see us come in together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right. So they'd stay up all in night the arenas, rolling up right? these yeah. newspapers and taping them together. And I would come downstairs rolling with them. Wow. And I'm like, no. I'm I'm a new girl too, and I'm not gonna that's you know cool. just. Wow, that's very cool. Yeah, you must have worked. I wanted to work my way up wow. and earn that respect. With respect, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because you were so new too. I mean, like you're so new. A couple months of training. Really, couple months. Right? Just knew how to bump and run the ropes. You know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because you know the the story like Masa. I was friends with Masa yeah. before before uh you know he he, he had met you and uh, Masa's the owner uh, of the All Japan Women's mm-hmm. and uh, so. We had hung out a couple times, and so he called me and said, hey, I'm coming to L.A., and this is when New Japan had the L.A. Dojo in Santa Monica, and he was like, I, I really want to put together this tryout. Can you find uh, a couple girls for me? And, uh, you know, and, and then just have them work out. You know, I, I'm looking for something. I don't know what I'm looking for exactly, but I'm looking for someone special. I was like, okay. So, <laughs> so I made a couple phone calls. I called Jesse mm-hmm. Hernandez, and he said, oh, well, we have this one girl, Kia. You know, she's only... Like a month or two in, you know, she she you know she barely knows how to bump and this and that, and, and I was like, and he's like, but there's something about this girl, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, send her down, Jess, you know, I, you know, of course I trust you, so let's do it, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, like literally, you, I was standing with Masa, I think Simon, uh, Inoki, and you walked in, and there was a certain presence about you, and I think the second that you actually walked in, he knew that he. Wanted you. you, yeah, because you know? it was Shelly was there. Right. Shelly was more experienced, right? And he wanted me because he wanted to mold me because yeah. I was so inexperienced. Right. He wanted to make me what he wanted to make right. me, uh, right? And right. he, you know, wouldn't have to do that with Shelly. You know, deconstruct her then make her up again. Exactly. And so he saw me. He said, "Big black scary." <laughs> <laughs> that, is my that was his artistic yeah. vision yeah. for you. Yeah. 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 I want. I want. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Rocky, can you talk to us a little bit? So uh, I mentioned at the top of the show uh, about New Japan coming stateside finally. Than having like an official show, and now we have our own uh, champion for a year. Right? Can you talk to us a little bit about the process of that coming to be? Uh, it was very nerve wracking for me. <laughs> you were kind of the man to go to, weren't you? Well, yeah, I was on the. I, I sat on the on the basically the team, and kind of just because I, you know, I have a, some experience here in Los Angeles, and like, kind of, I was involved in the dojo, and I saw a lot of th- mistakes that they made, you ah. know. So I was kind of on the council of like. Just kind of helping out and, and, and giving my opinion when they asked for it. So, um, you know, they asked, you know, what do you, you know, what do you think about, uh, you know, making a new champion? I was like, well, I think it'll be cool. It'll be something that people will never forget. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So, uh, it, it'll be memorable. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, for me, the old, I just wanted everything to go smoothly. Yeah, yeah. And like without a hitch and there'd be no production problems, you know, because that could have been a nightmare. And, and uh, you know, I think, that you know, we hit a home run. I, re- I really do. I, I think the the people there both nights were so happy, and the the fans were like, 
the vibe was just different oh, than like okay. any other show that I had been to no here in the States. You know, like it wasn't like I don't like some some people were saying like, oh, they were trying maybe they were trying to imitate a Japanese crowd. I just I don't think that that's true. Mm-hmm. I think that they were just hardcore wrestling fans and they respect it so much and that they they you know they weren't heckling or anything because they really appreciated the product and yeah. they appreciate wrestling. So they weren't trying to imitate anything. They were just being genuine, you know? Yeah, and this was a lifetime dream for a lot of these guys. I right. mean, you know, to, to say that you want to go to see New Japan, not everybody can just drop yeah. that in the bucket, you know, right. buy that right. plane ticket, buy that hotel, <laughs> then get the ticket to the event, mm-hmm. add all those expenses. But for you guys to bring it to us. Yeah. Like, what a, what a treat, and definitely. I would imagine they would be respectful like a Japanese audience because right. everybody has heart eyes looking at you yeah. guys in the <laughs> ring, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. this is really happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you One know what's cool about it? You know, hearing about it, and I know you and I d- discussed some stuff too, but just the buzz for it was mm-hmm. just amazing yeah, because right. people were genuinely right. excited about it. And for me, I hadn't seen that type of excitement in, in pro wrestling, especially mm. here in mm-hmm. the the cool Southern California area, right. area right. in a long time. You right. know, so right. to, to that buzz and, and people really wanted to be genuinely involved with it and to see it, it was a very cool thing to happen, and I'm well, glad it happened. When I pulled yeah. up to the building, because I pulled up to the front of the building first before you know went to where I was supposed to go, I saw two dudes skipping. <laughs> skipping. <laughs> the skipping happened, and oh, they, yeah. they were going to show because they had wrestling shirts on. Like, they are happy. Yeah, they were That's skipping awesome. to the front. I was like, well, yeah, they were happy. I, I understand. Right on. Skip on. Getting their cardio in for the day <laughs> on the way. You know, we're you know. We're off to see the wrestling. <laughs> what was cool too about it was, was that it was authentic. Like we had the New Japan ring there. It, mm-hmm. You know, it was the complete New Japan setup. It wasn't like us. You know, New Japan trying to portray New Japan in, right. way, in this like New Japan light. Right, right. Yeah. No, it was like full all in, and I think that that's what people like really uh, connected to as well. Absolutely, because you know? it was the things they had seen on the internet. Exactly. Now coming to Japanese announcer. Yeah. I always watch the Japanese commentary online. I know there's the English option, but mm-hmm. I prefer the emotion. A lot of, of fans do. I know yeah. a lot of fans yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. just better mm-hmm. for me. Well, speaking of which, uh, Mark had the chance to go and talk to a lot of the fans out yes. front of the New Japan show. Uh, what was that like for you talking I, about these Basically, guys? I just stalked fans out front. <laughs> and, they, and I tackled some of them as they skipped by. And uh, I asked them some questions and made this video. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's check this out right now. I'm Mark Borzeka out here for Ringside Popper right outside the Long Beach Convention Center. Here we have a couple fans who are coming in for New Japan Pro Wrestling Historic G1 Special. We're just asking people about their passion for New Japan Pro Wrestling. How did you guys, first of all, how did you, how far did you come for these shows? I'm actually right here in Long Beach. Where'd you come from? New York City. I came from Fontana, California. Almost two hours. Okay. Because there's people that bought tickets for this show from 38 different states. Have you met a lot of people that have come from all over the country for this New Japan shows? Uh, last night I had two people stay at my house, one from Chicago, one from Texas. So, yeah. yeah so, like, we, we went to uh, Chili's after. We had a bunch of people from different countries, New York, Boston, we had all kinds of states, man. Did you come all the way from, from Cleveland just for these shows? Just for these shows. I came here just for Tetsuya Naito and Tomohiro Ishii. Tranquilo. <laughs> How far have you come for this show? Uh, all the way from Israel. 
You came from Israel to Long Beach just for this show? Yes. What do you think it is about this product right now that's getting such international appeal? Why do people love it so much and willing to travel from all over the world? It's something different. It's competition. It's like the UFC kind of. It's like it's all about the matches. It's not about the storylines. It's about matches. Five-star quality. That's what it is. The rest Six-star quality. Six-star quality, yeah. <laughs> I love the atmosphere and just what the entertainment that they bring to all nationalities. And it's just so fantastic and different. This is the first time New Japan's been here. We want to yeah. see it all. What is it that you love so much about those guys that get, that get you passionate enough to get on a plane fly all the way out here? It's just their personalities, their dedication to professional wrestling, to the sport, this passion, this art form. Uh, I mean, I spent $1,500 coming out here just for them. I, that tells you how, if they're dedicated enough to this, I have to be dedicated enough for them. Do you think they have great balls of fire? <laughs> uh, they have the, the the most fiery great balls. You got here uh, on your t-shirt the Elite. Are you big yes. fans? Yes. Yes. Kenny Omega, uh -huh. the Young Bucks, yeah. all the Bullet Club, yeah, all the Bullet Club all... members. Have you been? To, did you go to Hot Topic to buy this shirt? Because you know they have an no. exclusive deal in Hot Topic now. Brandon, uh, where are you from? Uh, here in LA. You're wearing a Lucha Underground t-shirt to a New Japan show. My New Japan shirts were dirty. What? So. <laughs> you didn't get a, You didn't wash them in time for this show. No. Nah, no. I, I I question your passion, sir. <laughs> are you ready for a quick quiz? I want to see how big of a fan you are. Well, I'm an early beginner, so I'll give it a okay. shot. You know. Who, who? This is a tough one. Okay. Who is the current never open weight champion? Suzuki, man. Oh, all right, Suzuki. All right. oh, that's my boy. That's oh, my yeah. heart. That's everything. Okay. Who won uh, last year's G1? Uh, Naito. You think so? I... No. Wait, what Omega, if I told you you Omega, were wrong? Omega won yes. last year. Who is the IWGP champion, the heavyweight champion? Rainmaker Kazuchika Okada. <laughs> okay, cool. And uh, what two guys are you excited to see in a, in a House of Horrors match tonight? A House of Horrors match? Yeah. Uh, would you like to see a Punjabi prison match tonight? Come on now, let's, let's not ruin the greatness of New Japan wrestling. Come on now, let's let's let's, let's not. No, now let's keep that for the E. That's that's all of them. What about a Punjabi prison match? Would you like to see one of those here tonight? No. <laughs> Please no. I'd like to see James Ellsworth uh, interfere in one of the matches tonight. No. No no, 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 no. 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 Like maybe, maybe some beating or something. I'll put money in the bank ladder match. Although that's down that, yeah. that will be extra. We can we can see that. Okay. Let's make that happen. All right. You think Dario Cueto might make an appearance here tonight? I wish, but I doubt it. You don't think so? No. You don't think he'll come out with the different Aztec symbols that they can put into the uh, New Japan title? <laughs> I wish. And give it supernatural I really, power? I really wish. I really do. Like, I would love a crossover. That would... <laughs> That would blow everybody's mind. Yeah. Think there's any chance that one day Kenny Omega could join the uh, Titus brand? Mm, no, I think he's pretty true to Bullet Club. Do you think Tanahashi can beat Billy Gunn? Yeah. Do you think he could beat the rest of DX with their tank if they showed up here tonight? <laughs> it, with with the tank, may, maybe not, but the rest of them, yeah. Okay. Do you think Vince McMahon is going to watch the show tonight? I really hope so because he should start worried. Do you think WWE might be the biggest New Japan fans of all because they're signing all the big New Japan stars, right? Finn Balor and Nakamura and, and Gallows and Anderson. I mean, they have to be watching everything if they, they see enough of those guys to sign them. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think that um, LeVar Ball is going to do a run-in tonight? I would pay to see that. I would actually the amount that I paid for these tickets, I would pay double. Yeah. Because that would be amazing. Especially the little weird running thing he got going. I'd like to see that. Any last words, thoughts on New Japan? 
New Japan, if you don't know this product, get to know it because you will not be disappointed. And it really is the number one promotion in all of professional wrestling. It's amazing. It's, uh-huh. it's New Japan. What more can you ask for? Uh-huh. You know? You have so many fans coming out here for something the first time in America. Like, this is pretty, it's pretty amazing. It's, it's awesome. It's a culture. Like, we're a part of a huge thing right here. I think everybody needs to, like, take it in a little bit. That was awesome. You can you can see those heart eyes we mentioned in right. a lot of those guys' uh, interviews. Cool. I didn't see the tackle though. <laughs> <laughs> must have got lost in the editing somehow. Yeah. It'll be in the online B-roll. Uh, so so what's next for for America? I mean, I'm I'm headed out to Wrestle Kingdom 12. By the way, I, nice. I this will be my third Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I am addicted. I didn't get to go to California, ironically, but I'm heading to Japan. But what's do you can, do we know any next steps or what's what's up? Wait I mean, wait. I, Wait, before we get yeah, into that yeah, question, yeah. I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys party here afterwards as hard as we party in Japan? <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that a couple of guys did. Like, I think Okada did. But uh, I think everybody was so exhausted because yeah. Yeah, yeah, the week was together. just crazy. Right. The week was crazy. So, yeah, I mean, we all, you know, we did the, the press conference. Uh, the day before the right. events, and then you know everybody was flying in. I think just everybody was just spent. too exhausted. Yeah, and it, like everybody had interviews like all day, and it was it was tough. Like Kenny Omega, I know I know he worked like super hard. Oh, and, right. he, and then sure. he had three matches over the weekend. And Jet yeah. lag can, right. can be you yeah. know a bitch. Yeah. So right. oh, I was because. I mean, tell them how. Yeah, no, I we, mean, we party, party in Japan. <laughs> they party as hard as they work in right. the ring, and right. it nice. took me a while to like hang because right. it was yeah. like, damn it, we just went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and now we are up setting up the ring, and y'all are just like, and I'm just like dragging knuckles yeah. like a real car. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, because you know how when you have. To go you, out yeah, and yeah, party. Right, yeah. No, it's, it's a like part of the, your job. It's, part, it's a part <laughs> yeah. of your job to party. I love the way you yeah. say that you know? because a lot of people don't get that. You right. have to go you because to yeah. go. if you don't, it's right. like a disrespectful it's, thing. Exactly. You, know? you don't have to drink, but you have, you have to go. You have to stay out. to go, and you have you to stay know? out until everybody... Money. Goes, goes home, home. Yeah. Oh boy. and so. sometimes you just want a tuna sandwich and like a coke, <laughs> right. and you just want to go to bed. Or you have to pretend <laughs> that you're sick. Or you're <laughs> not going to They're keeping medical masks in business in Japan. Let me oh, tell yeah. you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. There was yeah. a couple of times I got over drunk and passed oh, out. Yeah, and sure. Get some Z's that's, yeah. that's a thing too. Or yeah, or you just sleep. Yeah, you sure, sleep right there at dinner, right? Yeah, like. Dinner, yeah, yeah, that's what like the Kohais will do, right? Like, they'll get really drunk, really drunk, and then pass, pass out. out right there at dinner and take a nap. Take a nap. Everybody else is. <laughs> I had to get my sleep in. <laughs> I need to try that. Does that work? I don't know if that works Work's here. For me. <laughs> Yeah, how's Okada in person? Is he is he a party hardy kind of guy? No, nah, he's not a party hardy kind of guy. He's just, but he is a great, great yeah. dude. He yeah, seems yeah. so cool. He I is mean, just... he's super cool, and uh, you know his like his motto is just you know live every day to the fullest. So even like if we have a day off and he doesn't have to go, you know, run across Japan and go do an interview or something, he's like, let's go uh, to like a tour spot, and I'm like. Oh man, I'd just rather just lay down. He's like, "Come on, let's go." So he pushes me, and I'm like, yeah, "All right, yeah. fine, let's go." And then I go, "Oh, oh God, this was so cool, man!" Wow. And like, like loving it, like let's go to this temple or something. So like, 
it, he's he's just a great dude and he, like he really uh looks out for the foreigners like we were talking about like yeah. you know being a foreigner in a in a in a foreign country mm -hmm. yeah. he understands that because he, he was here yeah and yeah. he lived in mexico since he was like you know 15 or 14 oh, yeah. oh, i didn't know that yeah, yeah. he yeah. trained wow. yeah he originally trained in mexico with ultima dragon really and he wow. joined at, I, at I think 14 or 15 years old like i you know and they they he his parents like Signed him off, didn't he? <laughs> 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 to Ultima Dragon. Signed him off. Good went, luck. He went to Mexico luck, City. Ken. And then, you know, I guess it paid off, though. So. <laughs> Can you do that? My daughter's 15 months old. <laughs> uh, some weekends, I'm like, ah, I'll sign her up. I'll, yes. I'll get her going. Yeah. Um, but now I know a lot, maybe the guys didn't go out to the bar, but I know a lot of the wrestlers that weekend were joking and laughing and talking about having gone to In N Out Burger several oh, times. Oh yeah, that right? was a big deal. That, became that a was big, a big deal yeah, in the yeah. locker room. Everybody was talking about In N Out. Oh, actually, I, I did go with a group of guys to In N Out after the second night. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh yeah. yeah. I, I like In N Out Burger, but Moss Burger in Tokyo. <laughs> oh right. Oh. That is my chain. God. So good. So fresh. Yes. <laughs> you will, you already have to try the 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 garlic mayonnaise at so first mayonnaise. one. Yeah. yeah. So much mayonnaise, but there's a garlic mayonnaise at a place called like First One. That mean when um, I went for Aja's thirtieth. Me and I took Dan. I was like, "There's this mayonnaise, garlic mayonnaise, and we have to find it." And I can't remember the name of the place. And we went like we went to uh, um, um, what is it, Rapangi, and uh, shopping around. I was like, I can't, "I can't, I can't find it." And we went to Shibuya, and I was like, "It's that one." And I bought like fucking. I was like, "How many do you have back there?" Give me all of them. them all. I want a gallon. Like, we don't know what a gallon is. No, Just a lot. It's funny because mayonnaise is so huge over there. Yeah, yeah it's so yeah. huge. Yeah. And it's they got weird because they don't refrigerate it. Like, yeah. it'll be just out. Like, the, it'll be out. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a ketchup bottle. Yeah. Mayonnaise, and it'll just be out. Of yeah, they actually have a, a museum in Tokyo based on mayonnaise. Really? Wow, yes, it, it's so cool. I've been there. That's right now. <laughs> That's a new That's place for you in Okada to go. Yeah, when you're right. for yeah, tourists. There you go. Yeah, check it out next time. <laughs> Game of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise yeah. museum. <laughs> I did go to the ramen museum. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Oh, I, cool. I basically just ate myself silly. for. Oh. Yeah, That's what you know. do there because they, yes. there's some of the greatest food mm, in the world. And absolutely. they just keep feeding yeah. you like you have an endless stomach. I'm like, I know I look Big, <laughs> but I really have an average stomach, yeah. and, they, and, they, and they would like they didn't believe that. Like, oh no, you're hungry. You're just being polite. <laughs> Eat it. And I'm like, oh, okay. yeah. oh, oh, I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> like, this girl got epilepsy. She, she falls asleep all the time. Sponsors are cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sponsors are great. Sponsors, are, sponsors great. are the reason why I have that cool, um, the cool Kong gear for. So long, the the like the xenotype, oh, oh, yeah. breastplated oh, right. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, sponsor bought that. Yeah, um, Gong, oh, yeah. Gong magazine. Um, one of the people he sponsored me, um, and bought that, and I was like, great, because for a while I was wearing this like leopard leotard thing with one leg cut off right here and the other one long. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do thing? remember that. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was like. Right. That's a bad. I got this made at a stripper store. No, I got me some real gear. Yeah, the Xena stuff was cool. Yeah, was I remember cool. seeing that. I was like, oh, that that's cool. awesome. Yeah. What's been the weirdest, speaking of mayonnaise, what's been the weirdest <laughs> thing <laughs> that y'all have eaten when you were over in Japan? Uh, 
Lance Archer, I'll start with Lance Archer told me is that he keeps trying to make me go get horse. Like oh, he really man, yeah. and it has to be raw. He wants to get a raw horse. horse yeah, yeah, that's, least, that's what? tame. Yeah. You know, right. here I'm 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 African American and in my culture we eat things called chitlins, which mm-hmm. is pig guts. And right. we, we we peel them and we boil them and they become very soft and you know, they they just grill them. Yeah. With the everything well, yeah, on put it. On and stick. it's like pork gum. <laughs> and you're just like this. <laughs> <laughs> They love chewy stuff. Really yeah, love the Japanese chewy love chewy stuff. stuff. All yeah. texture, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or the natto. Oh yeah, I don't eat natto. Yeah, I won't do it. But they, but they love watching. They love watching. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. Here. Yeah. I think it's a rip. It's setting you up. It's a rip. Yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's a rip. They love it. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. watch them like get gross. And I don't know if you know, natto is like fermented beans. Yeah, soy oh, beans, right? It comes in a cup yeah. and it's all like Isn't gooey. it real stanky though? It's yeah. real stanky oh, yeah. and bitter and they and It smells like feet. Lo- it does. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. tastes like feet too. Like, I used to go to this place uh, called Skate Junction in back you know like where I grew up and it was like a like a roller skating rink. So okay. like it smelled like feet and that's what I <laughs> I connect the knot <laughs> to. Like, oh, skate Junction. It's like yeah. if you were eating <laughs> Skate Junction. <laughs> if you ever go to Japan, I swear your Japanese friends are gonna want you to eat it, and they're gonna get so. And they're gonna basically wet themselves. Like, what face is she gonna make? Get the soap the Yeah. You know, I had some questionable sushi when I was there, but the thing that really blew my mind food-wise was as soon as I got off the plane in the airport in Tokyo, in front of me were like sixteen varieties of Kit Kat that I've never oh, seen yeah. before yeah. in my life. Yeah, those are amazing. I was like, all of these Kit Kat exist in the world, and I've never seen them before. <laughs> Just there. I mean, they're yeah. delicious. Mostly, I didn't Mostly. like the wasabi one. That yeah. one's really. Uh, awesome. I did not get that one. No, the but green tea is is an acquired tea. taste. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Strawberry. No, it's, it's an acquired taste. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they have many. They have soy sauce. Yes. They have yes. Butter. I've seen like all kinds of. All things. kinds. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Apparently they they're on the on. You can get them on eBay, and they're like. For like six or seven times more. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna get it for today's show, but uh, it, it was gonna take three weeks to get uh, here. I'm like, okay, ah, okay, I didn't yeah, think yeah. of this early. Enough. You gonna get them at the store that you guys had your? Um... Oh yeah, yes. you can. You yeah, can. they were there. Yeah. they were there. Yes. Yeah, I think. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I picked up some stuff from Skiaki to cook that night. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, so yeah, New Japan in America. Do we know anything for next steps? Um, I mean, we're we're definitely looking at opening up an office, an official office oh, in nice. Dojo. Oh, nice. uh, so yeah, sometime in early uh, 2018, and I I'm we'll be back in early 2018. I don't know. I can't say where or when. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, soon, and it's gonna be bigger and better. That's awesome. That yeah. sounds like good nice. news. Yeah, Marty, we, you got any other fun Japan stories over there? I got sick there the first time I went there. <laughs> my very first tour, I lost 11 pounds because I got food poisoning. Oh. Oh. Oddly enough, it was at a McDonald's. I ate a fish fillet. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. the irony. Yeah. yeah. That's not I, Japan's I was, fault yeah. then. That's no, no, it wasn't. Yeah. It, it wasn't, but, you know, I was like, so homesick, and I was like, oh my god, home sweet home, <laughs> yeah, yeah. home sweet home. And I remember seeing uh, the McDonald's uh, out of my uh, window, and, and Karina was on the tour with me, and he goes, dude, you're hungry? There you go. And I went, yeah, yeah. man. So I went down there, I ordered up some filet uh, of fish, went in, ate french fries. Uh, ten minutes later, I was dying. As a matter of oh, fact, yeah. the booker there at the time was Nakamura, and he had to come, and he had to hook me up with some type of soup and stuff and magic and yeah it was I remember wanting to go to McDonald's once and I asked because they you know I lived in a dorm 
And um, they had like one of the little runners that would run places. I was like, can I go to McDonald's? And he didn't understand me. And I was like, McDonald's, Mickey D's, <laughs> Golden Arches. <laughs> 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 And then I sang the song, I was like, I was like, okay, let's just get in the car and, and I'll show you where to go. I'll so we got in the car, showed him where to go, and I was like, this is, he was like, oh, Maka. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. Maka. 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 Now I know. I, I was the dumb one. I didn't know. God, it's funny. Yeah, but Japan is great. Another quick story. I had a Yakuza guy take me and Tom Howard to Kentucky Fried Chicken one time. What? We had no idea. What? We had no idea what? who he was or what. So he got us in a car and we're like, yeah, we're hungry. We want KFC. So we pulled up a picture of the colonel. So he goes driving through, comes in, goes the wrong way, goes the wrong you way. You need a picture of Ronald. And, and we're like going, okay, he just goes in. Da, 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 da. And the guy's like, eyes this big and you know he goes in we get our chicken everybody's in and we're like well okay so we're heading back and we go back to the arena i go that's so cool man you know they love us this much and tom goes no dude <laughs> this guy's ready to kill people <laughs> <laughs> why and he goes he's with the japanese and i went oh and i'm just going i love you guys <laughs> <laughs> i will Ooh. take my chicken and go yeah uh, I mean, I think that's the great thing about Japan, and, and as globalization happens more and more, there's fewer and fewer places that you feel uncomfortable and don't feel like, oh, there's, there's that thing that I recognize. Japan is definitely, they stick to so much of their culture and keep mm -hmm. things going yes. that you go there and you definitely feel like this sort of like shock yes. but, and awe at the same time. It's right. just amazing to have somewhere that you can go like that. So I, I've, I said I went first in 2010. I've been seven times since mm -hmm. I've been That's there that great. first time because I just can't yeah. get enough of it. It so. is so cool, a country. Me, yes, as a big music fan, they got the best vinyl record stores in oh, the really? Yeah. Uh, Jericho and I always went to a place called Ayers out of uh, Shinjuku. And it was the greatest record store that I'll ever go to in my life. So many things <laughs> are just that you can discover there. My husband went there the first time in August for the Aja thing, and we flew on like one of the Japanese airlines there, and you know the hospitality. Mm. And he was like, This is great. You want to get off the plane? I was like, This is great. And then we get there, and Aja, man, Aja hooked us up. She put us in the Tokyo Dome Hotel. We nice. didn't pay for it. We didn't pay for anything. Wow. Like, I mean, but that's how they are. That's how they yeah. are. She's mm. like, no, you're my guest and yeah. whatnot. And, and oh, he when you're just a guest, yeah. had such a great time. And then, <laughs> and then, on the way home, we had a different airline. Uh oh, American. We had United, <laughs> and he was so indignant. He was like, "This is." <laughs> this, is, this is how I was on the way here. This is supposed to be like a, an American. This is what America get it together. <laughs> it's okay, baby. It's okay. It's okay. I, I think that's our message of the whole show. America, get it together. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining thank us today you. to talk about our love of Japan. This has been really, really fun, super special to hear all your different stories. Uh, Rocky, where can people follow you on social media? Uh, uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Azuka Rock, A-U-Z-U-C-A-R-R-O-C, -R -R and also visit RockyRomeroMerch.com for who wears like this. Nice yes. new shirts. Black, yeah, like T-shirt. Black yeah. Soul. Yeah, yeah. Mark? MarkWarzeka.com and Mark Warzeka and all social media, M-A-R-C-W-A-R-Z-E-C-H-A. And Marty. 
uh, at Marty Elias 67 on Instagram, at Marty Elias 1967 on Twitter, and on Facebook, good old Marty Elias. Kia, my dear. Twitter, Mean Queen K, Mean Queen, the letter K, Mean Queen K on Instagram, I am spinning fist. And I am The Walking Dale, and this has been AfterBuzz TV. We thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next week. <laughs> Hi! Stephen Lemieux, managing producer for AfterBuzz Wrestling, Mark Donica, and the entire Ringside Pop staff. We would like to thank you for tuning in. Like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube. Follow the show on Twitter at Ringside Pop. This has been a presentation of the AfterBuzz TV Network. Buzz you later!